And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, hello again. Once again, welcome to our show here, folks. So glad you could join us. We've got another fun show lined up for you with some really interesting guests and uh, some great music, too. As a matter of fact, speaking of the music, let's get right to it. We get a young feeling. We'll have kind of a uh, kind of a happy, upbeat feeling to get things started today. She calls herself Maisie Peters. Her tune is "Stay Young." I wanna say it like Simon would, 'cause I was listening this morning on my own, thinking if I could, I'd be Kathy and make this buzz a greyhound, and this sun would always stay down, and there would be so much time for us. Time for us. My hands out. I wanna throw my cards now. Making your name my hometown. But all my trains are here. Please don't be worried. No doubt, I'll find you in a old crowd. So many things to say. If you stay, so stay.
there you have it. Her name is Maisie Young. And uh, I'm sorry, Maisie Peters. The song is Stay Young. And I, I need bigger cue cards here. <laughs> She's an 18-year-old singer, songwriter, and cat lover from West Sussex, England. And uh, she's been building quite a following over the last three or four years. She's currently touring the UK and funding a new EP through a Kickstarter campaign. You can find her in all the usual suspect places online, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Just Google Maisie Peters. It's M-A-I-S-I-E Peters. And what would you think of that, John? No, I like it. It's just a nice melodic tune. She's got a good voice, uh, and I think that it will get better as she matures. Uh, it, there's, there's a, I don't know, a little, um, for lack of better words, adolescence to it, which is oh, not yeah. a bad thing. Oh, definitely. But I yeah. think that as she grows older and her her uh, voice matures and you know becomes, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a bit deeper. Well, uh, more adult, I, I more mature. Uh, yeah, 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 Fuller. exactly. I, I, I think she's, she's really got something going there, and I think it's going to go even further uh, once she gets a little bit older and, and uh, you know, a little bit more sure of herself. But I, I think she's off to a very good start. It is, and it's a, it's a good, cheerful sound. It's something that uh, uh, I, I think it, it, it builds well for this time of year, spring, getting ready for summer, and uh uh, it might have, they might have cranked up the beach sound there at the beginning and the end a little bit more, but uh, it's still, it's a, it's a neat tune, a lot of fun there. And uh, yeah. we want to, uh, we want to wish her all the luck in the world. Who knows? Maybe we'll have here, here on the show one of these days, the show that every show is an award show. And uh, there sure are enough of them around right now. We want to welcome, or rather, we want to salute our house band, Titty Bingo, who provides our theme music for us and stops in to see us every now and then. Uh, they do some good old rock and roll. If you like good old rock and roll, then uh, give them a listen. Titty Bingo, you can find them online at tittybingo.com. And remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. And remember, you and our guests uh, can also pick the award winners here, uh, for those of you at home, if you have a, uh, you know, a, a band, an artist, uh, anything musically related that you think is deserving of an award, either because it's uh, exceptionally great or exceptionally dumb, uh, drop us a line. Email david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line and tell us who you'd like to see get an award and why. And perhaps we will give them an award right here on the show and embarrass them around, you know, in front of millions of listeners around the world. We got a shout out to our friends and keep your notepads handy because you may want to remember these people. Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. That's our FM affiliate up there in the great state of New York, where they've been experiencing some nasty weather. And uh, spoiler alert, there's more coming this week. So for those of you listening to the show, actually, by the time you hear the show, it'll probably already be there. So uh, just you know, forget I get you off on that. But hello to all our friends up there in Rochester, New York, who listen to us on WRFZ FM 106.3 FM. And that brings us 
to our first award of the week, the first, the David Bowers Award of the Week. And our first the David Bowers Award of the Week uh, goes over to a young man who's carrying over for what was a phenomenal 2018. Uh, saw him named Texas Select NA Artist and the Pure M-Zine U.S. Artist of the Year. Now he's nominated for South Texas Music Walk of Fame. David Martinez of Corpus Christi, and David is proudly promoted by our very good friends at Lady Lake Music and the Envision Indie Coalition. We want to salute you, David. Uh, it's a uh, it's an honor that you have really deserved and worked hard to earn. David has been uh, he's been a guest on our show, I think, all the way back to our first year, and uh, he has been playing. Uh, Corpus Christi and the Texas area for uh, for many years build up a heck of a following, which is now starting to spread to the rest of the country. And he's been doing some touring. I understand he's going to be doing some more touring, and we're hoping to have him back on here real soon. More than likely, uh, he'll be back for the uh, South by Southwest week, which will be coming up in March, but we haven't been able to confirm that yet. We're still working out schedules, but hopefully David will be back with us very soon. In the meantime, congratulations, David Martinez, on being nominated for the South Texas Music Walk of Fame. A lot more music, some great people with interesting stories to talk about coming up. So let's get right to it with our first guest and our first song, He'll be joining us in just a few minutes. This is Ron Lewis Smith II, and this is his calling card song from 2016. Is it Spank? Come on, come on, come on, Spank.
Uh, there you go. That's Spank by our next guest, Mr. Ron Lewis Smith, who has a really interesting story to tell. Uh, come on in here, Ron, and say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. How you doing? This is Ron Lewis Smith II, and I'm welcome, and thank you for having me on the show. And we are so happy to have you here with us. As I mentioned, Ron has an interesting story, a uh, backstory, if you're not familiar with it. And that is uh, actually the fact that uh, Ron and his music, along with another gentleman you're going to be meeting in just a moment here, uh, are the outgrowth of uh, someone from, uh, well, I, I guess the easiest way to uh, to encompass it would be to say that uh, they are part of an era that is responsible for today's genre of dance music. It's evolved over the last, uh, uh, well, uh, last couple of decades. We won't go to how far back because <laughs> that would be dating us too easily. But uh, if you uh, were a member of the disco era, you probably remember a uh, group KC and the Sunshine Band. Well, Ron is uh, actually... A result of that era, his music is, uh, you, can, you can hear a little bit of it in there. There's, there's still a little bit of that sound in there, although this is a little bit, uh, I don't know, what would you, what would you say, Ron? It, it, it's a little heavier, uh, maybe, it's, it, I don't know. Basically what it is, is there's an evolution to the new generation of sunshine uh, 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 kids out there, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Very, very well put. And part of the reason for that is our uh, our second guest here, who's uh, going to be joining us right now, and that's a gentleman who was very much responsible for that sound. In that he was. Uh, yeah, let's make sure that I get my notes right here because I do have a I have a tendency to <laughs> I have a tendency to play Donald Trump and go off card here every now and then. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he was a co-founder, producer, songwriter, arranger, as well as a bassist for KC and the Sunshine Band, and now he is a he's a legendary producer himself, Richard Finch. Come on in here and join us if you would please, hey, Richard. How are you guys doing this afternoon? We're hanging in there. How about you? I'm hanging in there too. This weather's a little bit crazy, but I guess we'll we'll make it through it. Oh, it's crazy all over the place, isn't it? I mean, you guys are you guys are in late spring or early summer down there in Florida, and uh, two thirds of the country is going back into uh, is going back into deep winter. I don't know what's going on this year, but uh, hey, listen, you have a heck of a story, you two, and I'm going to go first, if we could, to uh, Rich and uh, Richard, if you would. Uh, if you would tell us a little bit about the evolution of the music and how you came from uh, co-founding Casey and the Sunshine Band uh, to where you are in producing today. Well, I, I never really left the business. I, I, took, um, I took a short hiatus. Um, I was doing commercials for a while. Um, it's a very interesting business because you have to totally um, continue to evolve. Otherwise... Um, or, or stay out, which is what I did for a little while. Sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, you know I, was, I was enjoying, you know, the success of the group there for a while, and you know, things got complicated. So there was a time when I had to just like, uh, you know, just take a break from it all. And that's when I went into commercials for the next twenty years, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But uh, I'm grateful to be back now, and uh, especially working with uh, Ron Lewis Jr. 
And uh, he's a very talented guy and very upbeat. And uh, I think we got a lot to bring to the table. And uh, this is our first piece of work together. Um, you know, I've done some work with his dad before and, uh, and also Casey and the Sunshine Band. But we're excited about the new, um, the new stuff. And uh, it's only the beginning with this first new record, Needed Tonight. So um, I hope I answered your, your question correctly. Uh, it's, if I was to get into the, uh, the whole story, it would probably eat up most of the radio time here. So <laughs> I'm going to save that for the book. I know that feeling, and yes, you answered it very nicely. Ron, come on back in here, if you would, please. Now, tell us first, tell, I have a cheat sheet, so that's, that's not fair. Tell the folks about your connection and with Casey and the Sunshine Band. Well, my father is Ron Lewis Smith. Um, he was the leader of the Sunshine Band horn section. And my uncle is Jerome Smith, who is um, a part of the um, a band and is the main guitar player of every last song that Richard French wrote and produced on that whole little era, you know. So basically, I am the offspring of the Magnificent Smith Boys, if you want to put it at that, you know. So <laughs> there you go. that's the that's... whole connection of this whole situation. We are one solid family. And these are the individuals that I always knew all my life since I was born into this world. And it's just one lovable thing, you know. Uh, now, did you get did you get to uh, to go around to, at all and be a part? Now, I know I know there's still uh, still some of the band that's performing now, but did you get to be a part of the uh, of the original uh, excitement? Oh no 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 no! See, I came. I was born after. Um, the excitement so the thing is is that uh, my father and my uncle used to be at because uh, we used to have like a lot of barbecue cookouts and stuff like that and they used to always do these little steps and laugh and giggle as they're barbecuing and stuff but you know me and my sister we used to look at the situation like oh, my dad and uncle doing all these funny looking dance maneuvers and stuff so <laughs> when I when I got older and we officially had YouTube and I started looking and I say wow, this is the same dance moves that my dad used to do at the cookout. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> I, really got, <laughs> I really got, when I got older, I started noticing and seeing the stuff that was going on because at that time, when I was just, just birthed into the world, I didn't really know what was going on with this whole situation. I mean, these guys, I've been around them all my life, and I didn't understand that. I was a part of an iconic situation that really changed music for so long and into the new stuff that is going on today. Well, I had a, a very early brush with uh, with the Casey and the Sunshine Band from a distance as a uh, as a radio jock. I was uh, programming a station in Gainesville, Florida, and uh, uh, the promoter for the record label came by one week and brought this uh, brought this record in and uh, wanted us to uh, play it, and he put it on the disc, or put it on the turntable, we spun the disc, and for those of you who are too old, back in the old days, they had these round, flat, black plastic things that you put on a spinning table, set a needle on it, and that's how we play. That's what made radio fun. That's, That's what, what really made radio made fun. Radio yes, you're fun. absolutely right. There's nothing like <laughs> sitting there and backspinning a record and holding your finger at it, waiting to let go and start the music instantly. <laughs> it was right there. Unless you screwed up and shook the record and the needle jumped out of the groove and then you were in big trouble. 
<laughs> but anyway, I got to I got to play I got to play the first hit. I don't know, actually, more than the first, but in that particular instance, it turned out to be. Uh, as the uh, record label promoter did. It wasn't all hype. He said, this is going to be a hit. And I kind of agreed with him and added it to my rotation. But when did well, you thank find... thank you very much, and God bless you. That helped to start, start the ball rolling nationally. Oh, it, I'll tell awesome. you what, it's, it's part of my memories and treasures from my days in radio. And I know John Bon Jovial, who was... Uh, Actually, he followed me into radio a few years later, and we got to work together a few years later. But I know he's sitting he's there just anxiously, just anxiously wanting to get in the conversation. So jump in, John. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember playing music, uh, the Casey and the Sunshine Band, and, of course, uh, the uh, in addition with that genre, George McRae, you know, Rock Me Baby, and, and just that, that music uh, was just... Absolutely magnificent. You guys did such a stellar job with that. The, uh, as anybody that knows me will tell you, I am really not a huge fan of disco. I was of the disco sucks. uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's been nice talking with you, John. (laughs) the, The exception, though, truly, the exception was Casey and the Sunshine Band because, I mean, yes, sure, it had a disco feel to it, but it was also just damn good music. And well, thank uh, you. And, and, and that, and, and of course, George McRae, and uh, it was just, uh, it was an island of pleasure in the midst of something that I wasn't really fond of. And so whenever... Uh, Casey came on, or uh, or George McRae came on. You know, I'd I'd crank the I'd crank the stereo because I truly enjoyed that stuff. But me, I mean, I'm stuck back in the '60s with the Grateful Dead and Cream and you know Vanilla Fudge and those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, when did you catch on to the fact uh, that you had a, a talent to work with in Mr. Smith the Second? Well, you know, there's a lot of that genetic lineage that's coming through the microphone, and um, obviously he grew around, he grew up around all that energy, and so, um, you know, coming up in, in that uh, in that way, it obviously made a, a big impact on his adulthood, and so, um, you know, it's it's easier to make a transition when you got somebody in the family, and it's kind of like you're you're born into the experience, you know. Sure. So it, it it helps a lot because your ear is you know, already tuned to um, stuff that is either has been successful or is going to be successful. So when you're exposed to that at an early age, and that's the same thing that happened to me with my brother, my older brother, used to play all this old uh, music, uh, everything from Webb Pierce to Glenn Campbell to the Beach Boys to uh, the Beatles Uh and the Supremes. So that that made a big impact in me, and and that um, helped shape my uh, future uh, decisions and uh, tastes musically. So um, that also, the same kind of thing happened with uh, Ron Lewis Smith Jr., okay? So um, that, that's a very bi- valuable thing, and only in reflection do you realize how much it means and, and how it, uh, how much of an impact that it makes on you, you know, when you're coming it, up. 
Absolutely, and I, I I have to relate to the uh, to the difference between an artist who uh, grows up with their uh, their parents or or their relatives, whoever they are, still active, as opposed to a situation like uh, Ron here, who wasn't an actual part of the original machinations and everything, but yet the, the germ, the seed was still there and it ultimately came out in his, uh, you know, in being a performer. It seems like that in his dad's passing, that something was like um, telepathically um, passed down to him, you know, and uh, he picked up on it, you know, and he started to find his own way, and um, yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing, of course. And that's all. That's always the best when when you when you draw upon your roots and make it your own. I mean, then right. you know you, you've come of age, you've become something. And Ron, you've got a new single coming out, which we're going to be playing here in just a couple of minutes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about it and how you came to record it? You know, needed tonight. It's like this new wave, funky, new era sunshine sound that we're basically exploding on the whole entire world right now with what's going on with the co-founder and songwriter, producer uh, um, of Casey and the Sunshine Band, Mr. Richard Finch. So the thing is, is that um, Rick didn't really want to go back to the original type of uh, sound of the disco era type situation. He really wanted to grasp on the modern day type of situation. And he was listening to my fresh takes and stuff that I was doing. And we just, how you say it, we just connected to actually uh, bring out this energy down to be able to give you that funky dance type feel, you know? So it's a feel good record. It's about love. It's about that high energy sunshine sound type situation with a sweet voice, you know, and, I'm really we're getting a lot of um, good feedback from the record, and we're just basically trying to see where it's going to go even further than that, you know. So that's the most important thing about it, from get down tonight to need it tonight. You see what's going on. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely see that. Now, one quick question before we let you go. Uh, are you going to be doing some touring in support of it? Yes, we, we, we're putting some things together to be able to go around and do some touring and stuff. Right now, we're doing heavy um, promotion with overseas in Europe, in the Netherlands, and um, Australia, a couple of disco, um, not disco, um, house uh, movements, places gotcha. down here and, um, for the WMC that's coming in March. Uh, we're mainly just hitting real hard with the sound because right now it's really like shocking people because they was like so so intricate to that sound for so long and the next thing you know you're hitting them again when they're like oh man this is really feeling good to us that bass right. that funk you know so that's what we're doing right now we're shocking all the people to say that we're back and we're strong and we're going to hit you with this stuff non-stop to let you know that sunshine sound is back and we ain't going nowhere yeah. Okay, now yeah, one I'd, quick. I'd also like to add that it, I'm, sure. we're very grateful. We're very grateful that you and Don Cohen have connected us together. So, you know, it can help. Maybe you never know. You might even end up breaking the record from out, out of this station. So, um, we have well, other people we... also on it, but we are very, very grateful indeed for the exposure that you're giving us. Is priceless. It's, it's a two-way well, street. We're grateful to have you on with us. Yes, and God our, bless you, and thank you so our very, whole very much. Thing, our whole thing here on the David Bowers Awards is 
putting out one more stage, one more way for emerging artists to reach out with their music and their talents and show it off. And if, uh, if somebody breaks something off of our show, it just uh, makes it so much the better for us. We want to thank you both for being here, sharing your time with us, and thank you for letting us give the audience a chance to listen to Ron Lewis Smith II. It's called Need It Tonight. <laughs> Recording artist Nikki Chris, and you're listening to the David Bowers on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much, Nikki. Glad to have you stop by, and thank you uh, to Ron and Rich for coming in and sharing that whole new experience. Uh, really, a, an exciting thing to be able to uh, basically introduce the second generation of KC and the Sunshine Band. Uh, you could definitely hear the influence, and uh, I enjoyed listening to it. And the second song, the new song, uh, Needed Tonight, uh, I think that's got the potential to really go far. I mean, the production is right on it. The beat is right. You can dance to it. You can get down tonight to it. 
<laughs> there you go. And next, we've got another a new release to get to. These are old friends of ours who have been on here a couple of times already. They're back with their latest. They go by the name of World Five, and you may remember them from this track, Maybe There's a Way. That is World 5 from their album Heartbeat of the World, which they broke right here on the David Bowers Awards. And they are back with a brand new lead singer, and we're going to meet him right now by the name of Mr. Lou Evans. Hello, Lou. Hello. How is it going? Hey, it's going, Lou, and glad to have you with us. Welcome to uh, well, welcome to World 5, as well as to our show. Uh, how you doing? 
I'm doing wonderful, and I'm glad to be here. Our pleasure to have you here. And as I said, uh, World 5 has been a uh, repeat guest on the show, and we are so happy and honored to be able to introduce your new single. Now, tell us a little bit about uh, Lou Evans. Right, yeah. So, um, born in Scottsdale, Arizona. I grew up in Milpitas, California, in uh, the Bay Area, near San Jose, San Francisco. And um, my background, I was a baseball player. I, I was a left-handed pitcher in the Marlins organization from 2001 to 2005. Um, I got hurt my second year. I had to get uh, reconstructive elbow surgery, but I came back strong. And then u- ultimately, um, in June of 2005, I just chose to go the route of music. You know, I started to, I guess you could say, I identify myself as a musician that can play ball rather than, you know, vice versa. So, right. I went that, yeah, went that route and started, you know, writing a lot more of my own music and, and formed a band in different places, um, where I, where I've lived. And then, um, eventually I, I got to record one of my, uh, I got to record a full album and an EP and a single. Um, I had a really good friend of mine that, um, that did all that, that did all the producing for me and it worked out wonderful. I, um, you know, I got to really be creative, get to tap into my my creative side and um, get to go out and perform. And that's really one of my favorite things to do. So yeah, um, it, it is right now. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, what, what I get to do now is um, I, I'm a, well, I'm a new dad. I have a little eight month old son with my wife and uh, congratulations. Yeah. And I get to be a part of a phenomenally talented band, group of guys um, Absolutely, and uh, it's important that you find out what you identify as, what you want to be, and that you go for it, which is why I've been doing this kind of stuff for way longer than I care to count John Bon Jovial and I. We met a long time ago in radio, and uh, you just can't get it out of your blood. John Bon Jovial, you want to chip in here. I want to compliment you yeah. on your music. I, I, I think that uh, from, you know, what, what I've heard of, well, of course, I'm, I'm familiar with the song that we just played. Um, I have mm-hmm. not heard the new one yet. And, and this is by design because Dave will always uh, spring it on me during the show itself because he wants my honest opinion. And uh, if, no if this is anything like what I've heard from World 5 in, in the past, and I'm very much looking forward to hearing your song. Um, Wonderful. But, yeah, I, 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 oh, sure. No, I like, um, I, I've always liked what, uh, what, what your mates have done because uh, it's always kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, an, an 80s kind of a sound. And uh, right. there was some really good music that came out of that era. So, uh, very glad mm-hmm. to see that uh, World Five is continuing that tradition. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Lou, if I may, uh, let me ask you: they, World Five is unique in the business. There aren't a lot of uh, bands together who never get together, who <laughs> do all of their. They mail it in. And uh, what was your right. what was your first impression when you? Uh, when you were in contact with them and thinking about, you know, maybe working with them and, and finding out how they, how they do what they do. Right. So my first impression was actually possibility. 
And the reason why I thought possibility was because of, well, I'm a very busy guy. And um, I, when Raymond, our, you know, our drummer, um, right. he was my main, he has been my, our main point of contact with, um, with the band. And he was very persistent with contacting me. And from the very beginning, I said, hey, you know, this might be difficult for me because, I mean, I'm a full-time musician. I was doing a part-time job. I was having a baby. I, I, I had a lot going on, and I didn't want to, him to think that I was going to only just put in, like, a, you know, not a very good effort because of the amount of sure. time that I could put in. And he said, no, that – we totally understand. We all have kids too. We understand how that goes. And, um, so whatever you can give us, we're we, just very flexible and very persistent and very caring and understanding of, uh, what my situation was. And so I, <clears throat> and so I definitely, you know, I resonate with that. And we, he was, he always wanted to talk. We got to know each other. And then my, and then my son was born. And, uh, so, took a couple weeks off but then i'd be holding my son and we'd be doing one of those videos um you know, through facebook um messenger and so we right. were able to communicate that way and so he's um yeah so he's been there along the journey of me becoming a dad and then um and then just very when i say persistent i mean he has uh basically what he what he's done is sorry i'm getting um one second, I'm proud of it there. So one thing that he has been doing is um, is, is being good about um, being persistent with me as far as, okay, well, here's the next step, what we're going to do. Like, for example, us getting to know each other, I gave him a song um, to see what the band would do. So it was an right. old song with just um, my acoustic guitar and my voice, uh, something I wrote years ago. Brought it back to me a couple of weeks later, and it sounded great. It sounded beautiful. I said, "Wow, that was awesome." And he says, "Okay, well, now send us something that you wrote more recently." So I did. Same thing. A couple of weeks later, and it was just golden. It was wonderful. So they sent me a contract, and this is all all over the course of about a year. And mm-hmm. I did my due diligence. They sent it to me in December, and I took my time as far as reading it over. Um, contract lawyer, all that kind of stuff, because I've never signed a, a record deal. And so, okay. um, finally, uh, I did just this last month, and I'm excited about it. You know, I, I'm, I'm very excited that I get to be a part of uh, a band with such great experience, um, with such a great outreach. I, I love the, the, uh, the concept of what we have going on, how there are five band members that are stretched over three continents throughout the world. And um, it is how we're using technology. I, lo- I love how how I send to track him is or uh, any kind of ideas of a composition is that I will um, send him an idea and I'll have it gridded where I'll be listening to a metronome and I'll play him whatever beat it will be in, how many beats per minute, if it's in a three four or four four or six eight. And when I send that composition, um, he'll lay down his drum tracks. And then he'll send it to our bass player, who'll put down the bass and send it across the world to the um to our lead guitarist in New Zealand. He'll lay down the tracks and he'll send that over to um um Joe, our other guitarist slash producer in Houston, mix it all together, add his parts, then get it ma- uh, mastered by um one of our great producers that works with us as well. So it's it's wonderful knowing that I can just send something that is so bare bones 
and then it comes back and it's just this beautifully produced, um, you know, piece of piece of art, you know? And so, yeah. um, I just can't say, I'm so grateful that uh, I could be a part of that in, in this time. It's just, it's, it's wonderful. Well, the, awesome the whole thing is a wonderful me, concept. It really is. Yeah. And the, the awesome part to me is the fact, I mean, you see uh, groups that'll get together, they'll have a couple of, uh, a couple of tunes, a tour or something, and then they, fracture and somebody leaves here you've got you've got a bunch of guys that never even meet they never even get together and yet they can be so tightly knit that they can Mm -hmm. feel what each other is trying to do and put it together Mm -hmm. from different points around the world and uh, that that was the uh, that was the thing that got me interested in world five a few years back when i Mm -hmm. ran across them it's an amazing concept yeah and i think it is a tribute to each and every one of you uh, who are part of the group that uh, you're able to do this and do it so well. Well, we're running out of time, but I know I wanted to say that uh, Ray is, uh, well, he's beyond the driving force. He's, he's, he's a motivator. He's not the driving force from the standpoint where he pushes people to get things done. He, uh, I've noticed he pushes you to do your best and to let your feelings out so that which you all have to do because you don't get to sit together around the table and have a drink and say, well, let's do this or let's do that at rehearsal. Uh, you've got to do it all right. by feel. You've got to know where the other guy is coming from. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, ab- absolutely. He's 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 wonderfully persistent and and respectful of of what we have to do. He's good at balancing as far as knowing what. Um, how much time that I have to, to put towards something and sending me reminders because, well, life happens and there's always something that can fall along. And so I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful for him. And um, actually, I, I put out this idea yesterday. We were talking while I was on my way to a show. He, um, and I mentioned that, you know, what we should do is have a group discussion on this, this Facebook messenger with all five of us um, because, I haven't got to hang out or talk to the guys or get to yep. know them as well. I, I've heard their music. I've heard their musicianship, and it's wonderful. <laughs> you know, I, Excellent I idea. I would love to you know, talk with them. So we set it up for this coming Saturday. So I'm pretty, awesome. uh, pretty excited I, I, about I, that. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that one. That that should be something. Now, we've got, we've got just a few seconds left. If you would, we're going to play mm-hmm. the new single right now with you as the new vocalist. And uh, tell us... Uh, in a quick little summary about BU. So BU, I can say it's about anyone and everyone. We, we go through it sometimes. We go, we go through our um, ups and downs, and it's about um, pushing through it, acknowledging the things that, um, that can bring you down. And when you can acknowledge that, you can push through because you're aware of it and, and persevere because that's what we're meant to do. We're meant to create. And you guys do uh, you guys are doing an excellent job of that. Lead by example. Lou Evans, thank you so much for coming and spending time with us today and also introducing yourself, as well as this, the new single from World 5 called Be You. What's on your mind? Weighing it down, heart pounding of the hellish kind. I don't know. 
There you go. B-U, that's World 5. And John Bon Jovi, one quick question here. Did you catch, did you catch anything in there? I didn't want to mention it uh, before because I didn't want you to, you know, make any prejudgments. But did you, did you catch a feel of something in that song? There's definitely a Smokey Robinson influence in yeah. there. I mean, that was yeah. really, really good. I, definitely. I really enjoyed that. First time I heard that song, I, I told Ray when I was talking with him, I says, yeah, because he asked me my opinion and I told him and I said, I, I really like it. You got a, you got a good singer there. And I said, I, it, it's perfect. The song is just right for his voice. It doesn't ask too much of him, but it doesn't let him off the hook too easily. And I said, I catch, I catch a definite drift, a touch of Smokey Robinson in there. That's it. Absolutely. Another show yeah. in the can, John Bon Jovial. Take us home. Okay. Well, folks, you've done it again. 
You've spent another perfectly good hour, and we are grateful for that, listening to the David Bowers Awards, which, by the way, is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful downtown Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. We're also available on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as any place where you might get your favorite podcast. That's the David Bowers Awards. Be sure to click and follow our page on Blog Talk Radio and like the David Bowers on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to find out what is going on with the latest news about indie music and all your indie music news. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZFM. That's 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and, of course, 7 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the folks that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our wonderful engineer, Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.